There's sharks in there! Hey, that's my family you're talking about. Uh, I'm obsessed with that. I'm obsessed with this. We're obsessed with you, so get obsessed with us. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Obsessed. Woo! That right there is Sharkiana. <laughs> that's Ariana. That was awful. I'm so sorry. <laughs> that right there is Sharkney. <laughs> Love it. Okay, that was much better. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. <laughs> this week, we're going to be talking about sharks. Yes, we're super excited for this episode, but also, this is a super special episode because this is officially our countdown to our season finale. We only have two more episodes after this until our 99th episode, which it was our... Season finale. <laughs> and yes, we're talking about sharks to celebrate. <laughs> oh my god, I cannot believe we are almost at episode 99! Iconic. I know. Ari, we literally killed it this year. We, I think there were only like two weeks out of this, pa- this past year that we didn't have an episode. Oh how my, crazy. That is everyone. Like, how insane is that? We're so good. We are. That is consistency. That is dedication. (laughs) Yes. We are so committed to diving into our um, obsessions and sharing them with everyone. I love this. Speaking of diving, as you mentioned, this episode is about sharks because we are obsessed with sharks because they're fantastic. (laughs) They're fantastic. They're magical beings. It is also, depending on when you're listening to this, Shark Week, maybe. Summer, generally. So, you know, we think about sharks a little bit more in the summer. But here Um, at Obsessed, every week is Shark Week. (laughs) Every week is Shark Week. Every week. Uh, Jeff, I feel like we're always like, it's always Pride Month, which actually true, it is. But like, <laughs> everything is always happening at all times. Oh, 1000%. It is always Shark Week it's every single Halloween. day. It's always Halloween. It's always Halloween. Shark Week. It's always Pride Month. It's always. <laughs> <laughs> we are just constantly thinking about everything. Yes. But yeah, for but for this week, we are thinking specifically about sharks and uh, there's a reason for that and that's because there have been so many shark sightings slash attacks question mark um in in like our neck of the woods in the northeast in like cape cod jersey shore queens um long island um Mm -hmm. ari how how do you feel about this I, well, I had first heard about this like a week and a half ago because I was supposed to go to Rockaway that weekend and I just couldn't make it. I had a million things I was doing. Um, And then my friend sends me an article like Sunday night and it was like Rockaway Beach was closed this weekend because of multiple shark sightings and I was like wait what we were supposed to go to the beach and like thank god we didn't they they had the um drone like image of all the sharks swimming in the water like at Rockaway and Queens yeah, that it's like it's literally insane. I feel like I, I feel like anytime I open the news, there's another article about another shark sighting. In you know, a beach yes. is closed. Um, it is, and you know, and also monkey pox and yeah, all that stuff too. Right, but everything else. <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, so so that kind of got us thinking about our love of sharks. But also, we want to know why, and I'm sure a lot of you listeners out there are wondering the same thing. Why are there sharks on our on our beaches? Well, not on the beach, in the water, at our mm-hmm. beach. <laughs> right. Um, and um, there are, yeah, so because, you know, we typically don't, I, it's been years since I've heard of, like, a shark sighting at, like, Rockaway Beach. Like, I go there, you know, every year, and I never have an, a, an encounter with a shark. Um, right. We're like, this isn't Florida. Like, why are we talking about sharks? Right. Um, so, after some research, um, one of the things we found is that sharks do tend to prefer cooler waters. Um, so, that's that could be why they're traveling farther up north to, like, the beaches near us as they seek mm. more desirable ten- temperatures because the um, as we you know most of us know the oceans are starting to warm you know at a rapid pace um, and there's a marine biologist uh, Mike Mike I can't pronounce his last name his name is Mike he said that as we're seeing these warmer waters we're seeing marine species expand their range and like shifting their ranges of um, of like where they're they're uh, exploring, I guess, in the oceans because, like, the, the the warming of the ocean is literally pushing them to, to new territory that they've never been to before. And that's why, that could be a reason why we're seeing them at Rockaway Beach, which is in Queens. That is so wild, Jeff. It's actually just making me think about, like, what the world will be like even in the next, you know two to five years because I feel like we're going to start to see an increase in like um, species like migration patterns um, animals that like aren't typically like known to us here appear all of a sudden like we may have a situation where every summer not only of course are we feeling the heat because we know that's not going away it just keeps increasing every single summer oh brutal um, and in general, not just in the summer months, but the heat's going to continue to affect the water. So we'll probably run into a situation where literally every time we're, we're trying to go to the beach, like, there's a shark situation going on. Right. Like, they're probably here to stay until it gets too warm here, and then we'll f- move up even higher up, you know? Exactly. I mean, and if this isn't a wake-up call, then, like, I don't know what is, you know? Like... Right. It's like things are changing and we, we see it year to year. Like this heat wave has been unbearable. Like Ari and I live in, you know, the Manhattan, uh, Brooklyn area. And it is just like sweltering. And, you know, the sharks are, are feeling it too. Cause they're, they're moving up North. Yeah. I mean, they gotta, they gotta live somehow too. Like this affects everything. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Fucking climate change. Um, but Actually, another reason why there um, appears to be more sharks off the East Coast is due to an increase in conservation in the U.S. Uh, according to Mike, our friend and marine biologist, we, we don't know Mike, we just can't pronounce his last name, um, <laughs> according to this marine biologist, so Mike... <laughs> I'm dead. That's like literally the thing you're not supposed to do when you reference like right. people that you don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. His name is Mike. He's a marine biologist. <laughs> so, um, so uh, 
Mike said that while shark populations are like still considered critical globally, marine biologists are beginning to see the effects of like effective fisheries and managing that, um, which is leading to a population increase across a number of species that provide food for sharks. Oh, thank God. Um, which is like really good that and is. great that yeah. our conversation conversation our conservation <laughs> <laughs> our conservation efforts are um working and doing exactly what we intend for them to do but also leads to of course an increase in the shark population right um yeah so it's i mean it's definitely a, a positive thing in that regard that the conservation is is effective yep Absolutely. Um, but yeah, so then just one one last possible reason for these shark sightings. Um, speaking of the heat wave, uh, statistically, more people this summer have been going to the beach because of how fucking hot it mm-hmm. is. <laughs> mm-hmm. So people are, you know, the more people that are in the oceans, the likelihood of an interaction with a shark or any sea creature also increases. So that could be another reason. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, it, it is, it is shocking because we're just not used to seeing that in, in our area. Oh yeah, for sure. And I will say I'm, (laughs) I'm not entirely one of those people who's like, oh my God, it's so hot. Let's go to the beach. (laughs) I'm like, it's so hot. I'm not stepping foot out of the only AC'd area of my apartment. Like, I refuse to even go in the hallway. I'm not going to the bathroom. I'm not going anywhere. I'm soiling um, that myself sounds miserable. <laughs> that sounds absolutely I'm, terrible. I'm kidding. I'm not soiling myself. I am going to the bathroom. <laughs> I love the term, like, soiled. Like, in terms of, like... It's, it's oh, almost what? worse. <laughs> It's absolutely worse. It sounds I like that's today, like a hospital like, term for like a, an elderly patient. Like, <laughs> yeah, I have a bedpan actually, so I don't have to deal with the heat. I mean, hey, times are tough right now. <laughs> Everyone, I am kidding. I'm not purposefully putting myself in isolation and and having to clean out a bedpan. Um, but I don't. I don't like the heat. It's only getting worse. And the last thing I want to do is like roast alive on a beach. I think I love. I like love beaches conceptually, but I don't like want to. I don't feel a drive like when I know it's that hot to be like, let's go to the beach. <laughs> Okay, understood. <laughs> All right, so Ari does, Ari does not have to worry about these shark sightings. <laughs> right. Honestly, a solution is just stay the fuck home. I know. Let if the you sharks If rock. you can't take the sharks, stay out of the water. That's what they say. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, okay, I know we, of course, have some um, more interesting information to share, Jeff, but I just gotta know, because I know you love sharks so much, I need to know what your favorite shark movie is you know what movies well yes you go first because i have a funny story about one of mine so i don't want to throw off the momentum okay okay so of course i mean it would be ridiculous if i didn't mention jaws yes um, I did want to ask Iconic. you if you remember the ride, the Jaws ride at Universal Studios when we were little. 
Yes, I remember that. And not even when I was little. Like, literally high school was, like, the last time I was on it. But they shut down. I'm so sad that they, they closed it down. Wait, so then uh, did it shut down, like, right after you were in high school? Because I, I only went when I was, like, five. It was, I think it was the last, like, couple years. It was pretty recent. But I'm pretty sure, like, Avatar's new, like... Park mm. like theme park area is like taking over that that uh, ride. Um, well, I well I was five, and you know just another example of like interesting parenting. Um, where it was, it's <laughs> scary that ride, but it's so it, so so fun. Yes. Yeah, they they had the Jaws ride and they had King Kong. Remember Jaws? Yes, yes. We're like, oh my god, that one. Yeah, that one closed. You were on the bus. Yep. And or King yeah, Kong it was like a bus or like a bus. subway. Oh no, it was a bus or something. I, it was like a train. something, something. Yes, with a big something. big monkey. A big monkey grabbed it. But, like, these are some scary fucking rides. And I'll never forget the Jaws one. Like, literally, they had the boat, like, move and mimic, like, sinking. Like, you you weren't actually sinking, but... It moved like it was, and um, and the, the shark would literally just jump up and like bite at the boat. And t- my, I called my dad right before this because I like wanted more details on a truly how terrified my sister and I were. And he was like, "Oh, he was like cracking up. He was like, it was it, you guys were beyond traumatized by this." I'm like, "Cool. I'm glad that brings you joy." Yeah. Um, <laughs> Well, like I'm the so shark glad. would, like the shark would lunge out of the water, like yes, and and the 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 boat captain would, like you know, if they were a good good enough actor, you know, they they played into the whole like fear aspect of it, like oh my god, we need to kill this shark, it's attacking us. Yeah, um, it was terrifying. Yep, yep, yep. But yeah, so, I um I I agree ride. that like Jaws is one of the most is the most iconic shark film out there and also probably is the reason why so many people are afraid of sharks and afraid of the ocean absolutely i do i i believe that was like kind of the the movie that kicked off the like shark sort of like paranoia and obsession yes yeah um so do you you have any other like favorite shark movies um that come to mind So, (laughs) so i have i love the shallows of course with queen blake lively oh that that's actually one of my favorites too it was that's one of the most recent shark films as well and like so so well done so well done she's phenomenal in it like very terrifying I love a good movie that makes you think, what the hell would I do in this situation? Um, And yeah, love that movie. Also, when I did call my dad right before this to talk about the shark, he was like, funny, you're asking about sharks. I'm watching The Shallows. No, he is? (laughs) Yes. Yeah, with my Uh, nine-year-old brother. Mm -hmm. Okay, honestly, Um, (laughs) that, that movie is so good. For anyone listening, it's about Blake Lively, who's a surfer that gets stranded on a rock, literally like... A hundred yards from the shore, but she cannot enter the water because there's a, a, a shark circling her the whole time. It's terrifying. Mm-hmm. Terrifying. Um, and then, of course, honorable mention, Shark Tale. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> shark Tale. And it came out, like, the same year as Finding Nemo, and I feel like it was completely yes! overshadowed. <laughs> We had it was it was absolutely overshadowed, but the Shark Tale fans were out there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what was the song in it? Shake a tail feather. When no, I don't know. The... Car, car wash, right? Oh no, maybe car wash. Oh wait, did I think they had a couple songs? Did they not? I think both. I think they had a few bangers. I think Shark Tale had a few. That soundtrack is probably real fucking fun. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Wasn't Christina Aguilera in it? And Missy Elliott. They were like <laughs> rapping about the car wash or something. Unreal. Un- oh my god. I'm. That's it. That's it. That's what I'm doing after this. I'm listening to the Shark Tale soundtrack and everyone else should show Oh my too. gosh. I do know that Car Wash by Missy Elliott and Christina Aguilera is a bop. Yes. I was listening to that all the time on my iPod back in like seventh grade. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining little little Jeff dancing along to Car Wash. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, obsessed. Yeah, absolutely straight. Obsessed. <laughs> um, <laughs> right, very straight. Yes. <laughs> um, okay. What about you, Jeff? Okay, so definitely The Shallows, and another one that comes to mind because I was absolutely obsessed with this film. It's called uh, Deep Blue Sea. And um, hmm. LL Cool J was in it. <laughs> but Interesting. this movie, I was so obsessed with it as a kid. And my um, my stepdad, who is a dentist, he told me one day, like back when I was in this Deep Blue Sea obsession phase, he said that the composer of the film was one of his patients. His name was Vinny Biggs. And I remember, <laughs> um, and then he, so he, the, Vinny Biggs signed my VHS cover and everything. And... I remember I went home after, like, I got the, the signature, and I was looking through the credits trying to find Vinny Biggs, because I was like, I, I don't know, I just didn't believe my stepdad, so I was looking through the credits, and I probably watched the credits maybe, like, ten times, and I could oh. not find this man's name in the credits, so I was like, okay, literally up until now, I was like, there's no way that this was a real person, so right before this episode, I was like, I'm just going to do a quick Google search for Vinny Biggs, like, just so I could prove that... This was all just, like, a trick as, like, a kid just to make me happy, you know, when I was a kid. <sighs> and um, I found him. His name is Vinny Biggs, and he was a composer, and he wrote a song for, like, LL Cool J on the album or something like that and, like, composed music for this movie. Um, Whoa! So I need to apologize to my stepdad because I thought that he was lying the whole time. <laughs> oh, my God. Tony, he pulled through. I know. But um, one thing I wanted to point out about Deep Blue Sea and The Shallows uh, specifically is that um, I was watching a behind-the-scenes um, uh, making of The Shallows specifically, and the the producers they made it a point to to not like really villainize the shark in a way where it's just like mindlessly just trying to eat Blake Lively like Blake Lively was in the shark's feeding ground like it's not mm-hmm. it's not the shark's fault that Blake Lively entered that area you know it's it's mm-hmm. like it's Blake's fault <laughs> um right wasn't she she was like warned or I, I forget what what happened before that but like she kind of new. Well, yeah. And also she saw, I think she saw like a dead whale kind of in the distance and she started like swimming to the dead whale to like see what was going on. And it turns out it was like a shark that was like eating this whale. And then the shark, you know, thought, saw her as like a threat or whatever. Um, and then another, so deep blue sea, that movie is about these scientists that discover a, a compound in like a shark's brain that could potentially cure Alzheimer's. And through all these, like, scientific experiments, they end up making the sharks, like, super smart and, like, vicious. So, like, these movies don't, like, the human is is at error in these. Like, they're the reason why mm-hmm, these sharks are, mm-hmm. are attacking them. So it's not really the shark's fault. And I think that kind of is, like, sets the tone for this whole, whole episode. Like, it's not the shark's fault. People are getting attacked. <laughs> you know? Yep. I mean... <laughs> Jeff, that right there can be said for, like, 
every iconic, masterful piece of cinematic. <laughs> yes, yes like the shallows. Like, like well, <laughs> I mean, Planet Tale. of the Apes. Like, oh, Planet yeah. of the Apes. Like, who's... The whole time you're watching that movie, you're thinking that the apes are at fault. The apes are the reason that the Earth is is in the state it's in. Yes. And then you find out, oh wait, <laughs> LOL, it's man. Yep. It's man. Le- yes, exactly. And it like... It yeah, always is. It really is. And But humans are just too like oblivious and ignorant to ever take the blame for anything, you know? Right. I mean, even... even um, like artificial intelligence, like robot films, we freak out when they get to a point where they actually um, are like sentient and whatever, but we built them. Exactly. They so wouldn't like, be here without hello. us. I know. This is, I mean, even the Marvel Cinematic Universe, like we literally find this technology and we get like power hungry with it and we get like just like overzealous and then we create a thing to use to like hurt other people and then we get shocked that it turns around and hurts us. I'm like, bro, you created the thing. <laughs> yeah, of you cre- you're Dr. Frankenstein creating these monsters. Like I'm thinking Terminator, like Skynet, yeah. that's all man-made. Damn, exactly. I just so, uh, mm-hmm. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Uh, I am so mm. mad at our species. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, let's, 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 get, let's continue this because okay. this is oh, a yeah, really back interesting... Oh, yeah, back to sharks. Interesting bit. All right. So, all right. I think that there are a lot of misconceptions that, um, mm-hmm. you know, about sharks based on the movies that we see portraying them. So, one of them, is, you know, in all these shark movies is that sharks are unstoppable, man-eating monsters, and they're out to kill people... All the time, like that's their mission. Like that's what we get gather mm-hmm. from Jaws and Deep Blue Sea and all these all these films. Maybe not Shark Tale, of course. But, but right. Maybe not Shark Tale, but but um, right. Sharks are just like on a mission to kill every human being, and I'm like, really? Is this for creatures that have been here for so long on this planet? You think they give a flying fuck about us? No, I mean they probably should like exterminate all of us because we're terrible just kidding that's actually really morbid but okay anyway uh, <laughs> okay so they really I'm about do get to a s- bad rap though in they, in cinema 1000 percent because they're they're scary you know the, i just think the ocean is just like inherently a terrifying place like especially when you cannot see your feet i don't care if it's a shark or like a a, a oh my god i was gonna say a porcupine a um Oh my god, what the what are they called? A jellyfish? A sea urchin. A sea urchin. <laughs> sea urchin. Like I'm like deathly afraid of sea urchins cuz like I don't want like, you know, if you step on one you literally get like a a needle jammed up in your foot, you know? Jeff, I don't know too much about sea urchins and like I don't want to know anymore. But I mean, is it in any ocean? I, I don't know. I know in, like, Jamaica, um, when I went there for spring break in college, like, the group that I was with, there were, like, six of us that stepped on sea urchins. And they had to go to, like, <gasps> the medical center and, like, have the needles, like, pulled out of the soles of their feet. Oh, my um, God. I know. So, I'm, yeah, like, I'm just I, terrified of everything in the ocean. <laughs> I mean, I love being reminded that, like, the ocean is actually so, so much scarier than space. 
yep. because it's it's at an arm's length. Like we coexist with the ocean, and there's so little that we know about it. And I just always think about the abyss. Like I love documentaries on yes. the abyss and all of that, and like the creatures that exist down there. And it is the most like otherworldly, like insane wild things ever and the way that their bodies work to live in that environment in like wild pitch darkness all that like wild billions of tons of pressure on their bodies and they're able to withstand that that is like insane nuts nuts okay um but yeah we could do we'll do an entire episode on the ocean i'm sure because it is fascinating okay so let's um, just real quick, I'm going to run through the creatures that are more deadly than sharks, just to put things into perspective. Hmm. Um, okay, hello, mosquitoes. They kill around 725,000 people per year because of all the deadly diseases that they carry. Um, disgusting. Okay, next on the list is um, humans. Um, humans are responsible for 475,000 deaths a year. Um, mm-hmm. Snakes are responsible for, uh, and these are all averages, uh, 20,000 to 94,000 a year. Snails, 10,000 deaths a year. I'm, Hippos. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, snails? Yeah, snails are super, like, poisonous, some of them. Oh, shit. I, I no know. Idea. They're literally deadly, 10,000. But, I mean, Just probably. Like, hello, snails. <laughs> hello. Um, Hippos are responsible for 500. Elephants, 100. And that leaves us with sharks. They kill, on average, six people a year globally. So, you know, we get it. It's probably a bad idea to touch a shark. But when it comes to deadly animals, at least defined by the number of humans killed by them, sharks are the least of our worries. Unprovoked attacks are relatively uncommon. In fact, there were only three people killed by sharks in 2014. Sure, that was, what, eight years ago? But still, that's such a low number compared to all the other animals and creatures out there absolutely absolutely that's that's wild i mean yeah in comparison like why it doesn't they don't even measure up yeah yeah you could like you're literally more likely to get killed driving to a movie theater to see a movie about sharks then you are to get killed by an actual shark. <laughs> you you probably are. I mean, you are definitely more likely to get hit by lightning. Yes, or hit, hit by, by a shark. Literally any falling debris from the yeah. sky. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so okay, another misconception is that sharks intentionally are out here attacking humans. Um, so like the majority of of shark attacks are like typically juvenile sharks who are usually like taking a exploratory bite if you will <laughs> i love <laughs> because that i know look sharks can be nosy too they are actually very curious um animals uh and so usually once the shark determines that like the human isn't what they intended to eat um and they know it's not part of their diet they just like swim away and like of course, leave the puncture wounds or, like, scrape marks um, as they're swimming. But for the most part, they usually just get confused and Whoa. think that humans are something that they actually want to eat. Yeah, or like seals. Just, like seals, right. Yeah. Um, 
they uh, especially get confused. I think we've all heard this, and of course we see it in in some films where um, with surfers. Mm-hmm. Right? So, like, humans, like, we have limbs hanging off the edge of surfboards, which from far away could look like a seal swimming in the water. It could look like another animal that a shark eats. And um, sharks get confused and think it's an animal. And, again, zero intention to actually consume a human. It's not part of their diet. Um, but they do get confused. And, actually, what's interesting is that... Um, of shark bites occur in low visibility water. Like, Mm. usually in this surf zone area where there's a mixture of like water and sand, and there's a lot of waves. Yeah. Yes, like the waves are breaking. Um, So it's difficult for these sharks to see, which is why they end up making sometimes not a harmless mistake, but like kind of. Uh, Right. take a little take a little nibble out of a out of a human. Yeah, and that's why like most shark attacks are are rarely lethal because it's not like a shark takes one bite and is like nom 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 like I'm going to eat the rest of you. It's like, "Oh, you're not a seal like I thought you were. Like you're just a human right. that that looks like a seal." So one probably the biggest insult ever a shark thinking that you're you look like a seal, but also two <laughs> like you're not on the menu for them. You know that it was an accidental nibble like you said <laughs> exactly exactly sometimes that accidental nibble is an arm um <laughs> right. but, but but i think for the most part you know it's kind of <laughs> i don't know but yes they didn't they didn't mean it no oh i like yeah i gotta sympathize for them we've all been at like a buffet where we just want to like do a little quick taste test of something that yeah. looks, you know, looks tasty, but it actually wasn't. So you just take a bite and you put it back on the plate. Exactly. <laughs> it's the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So another misconception, and we've seen this in all the movies, like the second someone cuts their finger or whatever, like, mm. and you see the blood in the water, like you're like, oh my God, a shark is going to smell this from a mile away. Like this was a fact that I've just, I've, thought was true for the longest time but it turns out that that is false like sharks cannot smell blood from a mile away um despite what like the movies show um so this has has largely been over exaggerated due to the hysteria that often arises when discussing these creatures sharks do however have an extremely acute sense of smell uh not um not cute acute Sorry, I have a speech impediment. Okay, and a, and a uh, sensitive olfactory system. I don't know. I don't know what olfactory is, but <laughs> something with the sense of smell. <laughs> um, so the ability of sharks to to, de- to detect minuscule amounts of certain chemicals varies amongst the different species of sar- sharks. However, some can detect their prey at one part per ten billion, which equates to one drop in an Olympic-sized swimming pool. So, you know, while it's not quite a mile away in an Olympic-sized swimming pool, that's pretty impressive. Um, Yes. So they essentially have, like, a sixth sense. Um, As water flows through their nostrils, which are located on the underside of their snout... Um, the dissolved chemicals in the water come into contact with tissue, which excite the receptors in the cells. Are you guys following me? This is a lot. <laughs> oh my god, I love Jeff the marine biologist. Oh yeah, so the signals are then transmitted to the brain and are interpreted as smell. So they have like a super sensitive um, sense of smell. 
and because of their enlarged olfactory bulb of the brain, again, don't know what that is at all, olfactory. I feel like I have an enlarged olfactory bulb of the brain. I have a really intense sense of smell. <laughs> that, that would be a good, like, two truths and a lie. <laughs> I have a large olfactory bulb in my brain. <laughs> I have these specialized cells that um, uh, I don't even remember. I have these these receptors that get excited when I can't even describe it because I have no fucking idea. You can smell blood from a mile away. I get it. Yes. <laughs> okay. You know what? I'm not even gonna finish reading this. Shark, sharks could they have a good sense of smell? That's it. Ari, you're next. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to throw you off. But... No. This this paragraph just has so many like words that I didn't know <laughs> existed until now. <laughs> anyway, they have a sixth sense. Their their uh, bodies are difficult to understand and describe, but yes. they have these abilities. Very cool. <laughs> um, okay. Last mis- misconception that we're going to cover is that sharks are the ultimate predator. So, I mean, as we know, sharks are apex predators within, of course, the marine ecosystem, which means that they sit on the top of the food chain and have, like, no real natural predators or, like, very few. Um, But that doesn't mean that sharks are invincible. Mm -mm. As we had stated a little earlier, um, humans are responsible for a lot of a lot of um, wrongdoings, especially when it comes to ecosystems and um, ruining ecosystems yes. and endangering a lot of species. That's one so thing great... that human, humans are good at is destroying yes. things. <laughs> Amazing. We're incredible Amazing. at it. And you know what? When A-plus. we start to destroy something, what we do instead of repairing the thing that we have started to destroy is look for somewhere new to um, live, i.e. another planet. Which we will um, probably then destroy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. It's just the way we are. Yes. Um, <laughs> Such great yeah, the, beings. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. Um, But the greatest threat to sharks is humans. Um, You know, illegal and unregulated fishing has been, um, like, killing sharks for a very long time and declining those populations. And a lot of, um, you know, killing the sharks is, like, for their fins. I don't know if anyone's ever seen, like, um, pictures of what happens after sharks are finned. I think finned is the appropriate oh term. Um, yes, it is. It's horrible. so sad. It's so, so, they so sad. They literally, like, cut the fins off and, like, let these sharks bleed to death. Like, either, you know, in, in the back of, you know, the place where they actually cut the fins off. Or sometimes they actually cut them off, like, while they're in the water. And the shark is just floating around, bleeding to death. Yes. Um, oh, my God. It's, it's, oh, my gosh. It's so terrible. These, like, poor It's really things. terrible. It's really terrible. And, like, I also understand, I'm sure a lot of us have heard that, like, shark fin soup and, and all of that is, like, a delicacy in, in a lot of um, cultures. But, you know, all of these, um, all of these things that are, like, technically illegal and unregulated, uh you know, contribute to the decline in the shark population. Luckily, as we mentioned a little earlier, um, we are seeing, at least in the U.S., our Mm -hmm. conservation efforts are making a difference. But still, um, and uh, the Australian Museum has found that wildlife trafficking, including ivory um, and rhino horns, 
oh, there's more. Live parrots, pangolian scales, <laughs> and and what am I saying pangolian right? I, I have no idea what that is. Is that a penguin? No. no. <laughs> scale, penguin scales. Yeah, you're right. Pen- <laughs> Penguins don't have scales. I, guys, I'm not too sure what pangolian scales are. Um, but they're part of this. The pangolian scales and shark fins is one of the world's largest illicit transnational trades. So, whoa. Kind of crazy um, that we don't know about this. Yeah, also, um, a pangolin, I just looked it up, it's... It's that animal with, like, a really small head and a super elongated snout with a long, sticky tongue that catches ants and termites. You know those things? They, so like, like they an, stick their... It's like an ant Yeah, eater, like an anteater? Yeah, but I guess they're called pang, pangolin. Pangolin. What was I saying? Pangolian? I was saying pangolian. <laughs> I, the whole time I was saying pangolian, everyone, I, I said it wrong. It's pangolin. Um, this is, some of this is new to us, okay? What we're some learning. of this is new to us. But anyway, yes. Um, shark fins, in addition to the other things that I listed, are part of the transnational trades, the largest in that the is world. Terrible. I I can confidently say that I don't participate in the things that you just listed. Um, uh, cur- same, same. I, yeah. Um, but, I also okay. don't own any ivory because I do feel really bad for the elephants. I know. You know, yeah. Oh my gosh, that that's terrible. But okay, so this next segment is um, we're gonna explain. You know, we, cause we we've been talking a lot about like defending sharks and stuff, but we are going to tell you why we need sharks. This planet mm-hmm. needs sharks in order to have a healthy ecosystem. Um, so as Ari mentioned, um, you know, humans are killing sharks left and right. Roughly a hundred million sharks are killed by humans every single year that's almost 200 sharks per minute so by the time you you finish listening to this episode there are um you know math 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 um a lot of sharks we're not doing the math thousands millions even millions (laughs) probably millions of sharks that have been killed since you started this episode which is (laughs) like terrible this is awful 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 stuff i know Um, some fisheries intentionally target sharks while fisheries that target other species kill millions of sharks as an unwanted bycatch so they'll be um fishing for like salmon and catch sharks and you know they'll just end up killing the sharks because they don't need them instead of just putting them back in the ocean i don't know why um but the cruel and wasteful practice of shark finning alone kills up to 73 million sharks every year, only to use less than 5% of the shark's bodies. So, like, if, if mm. people are fishing for sharks just for, like, shark fin soup, they'll, like, literally just dispose of the rest of the, the shark after they cut the fins off. Like, they're not even <gasps> using the whole shark. Oh, um, my God. That's, like, me being killed for my lashes and brows. And, yes. Oh, my gosh, Ari. Literally, like, you could you could empathize with, with these sharks. <sighs> I could. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, sharks. Um, oh, my God. Um, so, this yeah. This is not a funny situation. It's not, it's not funny, but, you know what? We, we're, we need to make this, um, you know, have some, know. Have some co- comedic spins just so... You know, it keeps your interest. <laughs> um, we do, we okay. do. <laughs> so, on top of everything I just said, government-sponsored sponsored shark culls indiscriminately slay sharks and other wildlife in a misguided attempt to protect beachgoers. Mm. Um, hold on, let me just, like, process that sentence. Okay, so I guess 
to pr- like they're thinking that they're protecting beachgoers by killing these sharks. Meanwhile, they're just like right actually... before the shark even does anything, it's right. a, a preemptive decision. Like, oh, they're probably going to do something anyway, so let's just murder them. Exactly, terrible. So people can go to the beach, right? Mm. Um, well. Sharks have lived on Earth for 450 million years, long before the dinosaurs, and actually even before trees. Um, they Which makes sense, because like, most of the planet was covered in, in ocean. Right, right. Like, as coral reefs started to form this, you know, over 450 million years ago, that's when, when sharks started to... Um, become a species as well Mm -hmm. um reminder they have survived not one but four massive extinction events and now humans are driving sharks to the brink of extinction with unsustainable catch rates and you know what we've like failed to realize is that removing sharks from the ocean threatens so much more and threatens like all diversity of life in that ocean like i feel like a lot of people do not think about i mean i surely don't before we like sat down and and uncovered a lot of this information but really we need sharks the ocean needs sharks yes it's it's an ecosystem and and hello a food chain if there if a link in a chain breaks the whole Mm -hmm. chain is rendered useless so sharks are like an essential part of the the food chain um, yeah, I'm like going back to AP environmental science. Would it have been environmental science or like bio? Yeah, environmental um, science. Environmental science. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Why would it be bio? Bios are bodies. <laughs> Wait, shark you guys bio. Didn't learn about, like, shark you guys bio. Learn? <laughs> shark bio. Really? Shark I took bio. The AP exam. Um, I failed it miserably because actually it's probably answering questions about shark <laughs> biochemistry and not my own. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yes, humans have a can smell blood from a mile away. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, so <laughs> okay, so back to shark biology. <laughs> um, so not really, but okay. So scientists use sharks as a way to measure the health of an ocean because sharks keep our ocean ecosystems in balance. So yes, as we mentioned, sharks are the apex predators in marine ecosystems, which means that they have very few natural predators and feed on animals below them in the food chain. Sharks limit the abundance of their prey, which then affects the prey of those animals and so on and so forth through the food web. But because sharks directly or indirectly affect all levels of food web, they help maintain the structure in a he- in healthy ocean ecosystems. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like how like birds, for example, like they are sort of an apex predator of the sky, so they'll like help kill insects so that insects yeah. aren't like over you know, taking over our whole planet. You know, like sharks are kind yep. of serve that purpose. Like there is a reason why they're they're at the top of the food chain. Yep. And also sharks keep carbon out of the atmosphere. Um, so like since sharks support the healthy seagrass meadows by I love how I said that as if like it was something that I had only always known. <laughs> like hello everyone. No, only know that sharks support healthy seagrass meadows. Um <laughs> but no, really sharks do support healthy seagrass meadows by preventing overgrazing. Um 
sharks end up playing like an important role in the carbon cycle. Seagrasses absorb like vast amounts of carbon and then store it in the plants themselves and in the sediment, preventing greenhouse gases from warming the atmosphere. Um, and sharks store a lot of carbon in their own bodies. Um, so not only are sharks like preventing that overgrazing again, um, making sure that there's no like um, inconsistencies in like the carbon cycle, but their own bodies store that carbon additionally. Um, and there was a study that showed that by depleting populations of large animals in the ocean, such as whales and sharks, we've reduced the ocean's capacity to store carbon mm. by millions of tons. Jeez. And that means more carbon in the atmosphere, which accelerates global warming. So it's this wild like cycle where we're accelerating the things that we're by, um, you know, uh, carbon emissions and all of that releasing into the atmosphere, we're accelerating global warming. The acceleration of global warming is um, migrating shark patterns and moving sharks all over the place because they have to find cold water. Um, and us killing sharks increases the carbon. So no matter what we land in this world where there is um, accelerated global warming. Yeah. So it's kind of like... Wow. We can't be out here killing the sharks, and also we got to really focus on our carbon emissions. Yeah, that's we're yeah, and it's it's as you're saying that it just reminded me that like yes, sharks survive for mass ex- extinction. So what is that like? Asteroid uh, impact, ice ages, ice age, volcanic eruptions. Yet humans yep. are the ones that could potentially wipe them out completely. Like what the actual f? <laughs> What the actual thing? That's <laughs> such a wild thought. Like us, of all things. Yeah, I know. It's devastating. Um, and then we're like scared of like every animal. We're scared <laughs> you know, because so they might they like, might nibble on us, but we're literally right. wiping them out. Right, like we kill them out of fear. We're cowards. We are cowards uh, we as are. a species. We're afraid of all these things, yet like we're destroying everything yeah. in our path yeah. okay anyway you guys uh, know where we stand we don't have to keep repeating it even though we probably <laughs> will okay <laughs> i feel like jeff this isn't this wouldn't be like model un but it would be like model un adjacent about like I mean, it could be model un depending on you know if it's like like finning sharks and things like that but anyway you and i are this is our case Yes. Why we should protect, better protect sharks. I, sharks I hey, rights. I think we're doing a great job with proving our uh, proving our. I think here. so too. We I'm have the us. facts. And speaking <laughs> of facts, um, so now that we know why sharks are so important to the ecosystem, let's talk about why sharks are so freaking cool. So in this segment, we are calling it Fin Facts. <laughs> so <laughs> cute. So to kick things off, did you know that there's a shark that is around 120 million years old that is still around to this day actually it's not just like one shark it's just this species of shark because that would be one really old shark and that is called the goblin shark and do me a favor while you're listening to this episode just quickly google goblin shark and it is the most like prehistoric like ridiculous looking shark that i've ever seen its jaw is like not even inside of its body and it has a long nose 
Every oh my god, Jeff, you're gonna traumatize people. I saw the picture and I was like, oh boy, that that is prehistoric. That yeah. is, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it almost looks like it had. It's like a shark that had a birth defect, but no, this is just what it looks like. But doesn't this mean that this should be like. treated any differently, right? And beautiful, absolutely beautiful in its own way. Yes, um, we love. <laughs> um, uh, also. This I found very interesting. Um, maybe not great for those who are like actually scared of sharks, um, but just when you thought it was um, safe to um, go in a lake, um, did you know that there were species of sharks that are actually capable of inhabiting both freshwater lakes, rivers? I said both, both oceans and like freshwater. Jeff I... and listeners. I did because there's this movie called Shark Night where these sharks are like living in a lake and the movie was terrible. Don't watch it. But that is like terrifying, but also good for them that they're evolving so that they can survive in freshwater too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, an example is bull sharks and bull sharks actually are like kind of big. Bull sharks are found in tropical rivers and have evolved to swim between salt and fresh water, which is just wild. They're That's also, very cool. There's also a species of shark called river sharks. Um, I wonder where <laughs> they live. So it, I feel like it's always like a joke when you're like in a river or a lake and you're like, oh, like you're scared of like eels and other shit, but you never really think about a shark being there. But and not to scare anyone, but just they, they can exist in lakes and, and other yes. fresh water. <laughs> but remember, snails are more dangerous than sharks, so be exactly. beware of the snails. Um, exactly. Also, did you know that just like your earlobes and your nose, sharks are don't have any bones in them. Their entire skeleton is made up of cartilage. Um, and that is all I have to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> Also, okay, this I did find interesting. Um, So I think most people probably think they've never consumed shark. But (laughs) if you've been traveling in Europe, if you've ever been to Europe and you've consumed fish and chips like in the UK, there is there is a chance, a very high chance that you have consumed shark. So. Spiny dogfish, it's it, it's a, a species of shark. Um, they're not in demand as like a food item in the United States, but they are popular in, in, in the international market. And so if you order fish and chips in Europe, um, you'll probably be consuming spiny dogfish shark meat. Oh my gosh. So I know. It's not, uh, I guess there's like no maybe real way of determining whether or not that is the type of fish that you're consuming in your fish and chip. But like interesting fact that that you may have consumed shark in your life and didn't know. And I will say I've lived in the UK twice, as I think most of our listeners know, and it's probably really annoying to continuously hear about. But I've never had fish and chips in the UK. I I did when I when I visited. Um, yeah, it's like a very but, normal thing to try. I just was like not in a fried fish mood ever. Yeah, it definitely hurt my stomach a little bit, but um, yeah, that makes me sad that they're potentially serving sharks. Um, I know. Okay, well, did you <laughs> know this is more of a positive thing? 
um, that female sharks can reproduce by themselves. That's right. Fuck. The bonnet head. Yes. <laughs> the, the yeah no no they don't need no man. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! Why did I just say that? Okay. Um, so bonnet head, black tip, and zebra sharks are just some examples of the shark species that have the ability to have young without a male shark through fertilizing their own eggs. Mm-hmm. But what's odd about this is that this ability is mostly common in plants and insect species such as wasps and ants. But sharks can also have that ability, which is super oh, cool. I'm obsessed with them. I'm obsessed with them. Bad yeah. bitches. I know. Uh, um, okay, last fun fact, and maybe people know this, but it is adorable. Um, baby sharks are called pups. Oh, I love them. Well, pups. Oh, that's Stop such a cute it. name. I know. That is such a cute name. <laughs> that's adorable. Okay. Um, okay, so... I think a lot of you are probably saying to yourselves, like, okay, we get it. Like, sharks are so cool. We need them. But what if I'm one of those six people that encounters Mm -hmm. a shark at Rockaway Beach? What do I do? So when faced with an attacking shark, um, you probably already heard this, but hitting it on the nose is probably one of the best options. But that might seem a little bit daunting, um, but ex- experts say that the best thing to do if a shark is about to attack is to hit back. Hit back. You got you gotta fight, guys. Yes. Um, so an alternative method to like punching a, a shark in the nose, especially because Jeff and I were talking about this before recording. We were like, <laughs> uh, the action of like trying to punch underwater. Um, if, like, let's say, like, it is happening underwater, like, I feel like if the shark, like, hits, like, sticks its head out of the water, then you obviously can try and punch <laughs> it in the nose. Yeah. But, like, right, peekaboo. We were like, you literally in slow mo would just, like, boop the shark on the nose <laughs> as a punch. <laughs> oh my God. So, yeah. An alternative method, actually, is um, to use your fingers and, like, try to, like, poke the, um, like aggressively, not just do a little boop, poke <laughs> the um, shark's eyes or gills. Um, Ooh, and ima- imagine like, like I can't even imagine like sticking my hand into like a shark's gills. I'd be like, okay, just just eat me. I don't want to touch your gills. <laughs> They're right. probably oh kind of gross inside, inside, right? Like, uh, like I don't want to think about how slimy. I really I, don't. I but know. like, what's super interesting is that the shark's protective eyelid like barrier is designed to protect them against like thrashing fish, not human fingers. And so the eyes and the gills are the most sensitive area for a shark which Mm. makes it the most effective place to like distract them and like try and attack so also keep that in mind too maybe easier not too sure depending on how big the shark is like the eyes are very wide and on the sides but like try to poke the shit out of those eyeballs yeah um and so okay so that's yeah if you are you know if an attack is imminent but mm-hmm. what happens when you find yourself inside of a shark's mouth? So <laughs> pretty, <laughs> like, so. Ve- like very unlikely. But hey, it could be helpful. And you yes. could say, "Wow!" When you're on the news being interviewed, you you can say, "Wow, I learned this on this podcast called Obsessed." And thank God for that. Thank God, yes. But so yeah, if you're in a shark mouth. Um, 
<laughs> be be as aggressively defensive as possible and playing dead does not work i know that they say that with a lot of like animal attacks like play dead you know if a bear is attacking you but i feel like more times than not the animal doesn't care if you're playing dead or not so. like they're probably right. still gonna take you know chomp down a little bit more yeah Ooh, just made me think about a bear attack Ooh, talk about Oof, not great. No, no, no. No, thank you. Another episode. Um, okay. we, we need bears. We'll, we'll talk about that no, again. No, we do need time. bears. We do need bears. <laughs> um, Pooh Bear. Mm-hmm. Oh, baby. Oh. He's my favorite. I literally love Pooh. Okay, anyway. So, let's say you got bit, right? Like, again, unlikely. But if you are bitten by a shark... Um, you want to, like, try to stop the bleeding and leave the water as soon as possible. I mean... <laughs> okay, come on, um, like, pretty self-explanatory, to... right? Like Pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> like, get out of the water. Um, and, like, while many sharks will, like, not bite again, it's not to say the second attack is not impossible. So, I know. And the amount of bleeding, you know, you want to just make sure you immediately get out of the water and tend to your wounds and try to stop that bleeding. And if you don't, then you're pretty much asking for some kind of bacterial infection, another shark attack, you know, it's kind of your fault at that point. Right. (laughs) Um, Okay, so how... Last bit. Right? Last bit, yes. This is we're, to wrap things up. We just want to talk about like how you can do your part to help these sharks. So, as we mentioned, a healthy ocean needs sharks. We all need sharks. We have to stop this slaughter to rebuild the shark populations and restore our ocean ecosystems. So, here's what mm-hmm. you can do to help save these sharks. Um, all right, number one, pledge to never consume or serve shark fin soup. Contact your government representatives and sign a petition to support a ban on the shark fin trade. And also Mm -hmm. never buy shark cartilage, liver oil, skin, teeth, or jaws. I do have to admit, when I was a kid in the Bahamas or Florida, I forgot where, my parents did buy me, like, a shark jaw. You know, like the... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, but I would never, never, never do that today because I have knowledge and I am aware Mm -hmm. of how harmful this is to the ecosystems. Um, And and I mean shark teeth, like wearing that as a necklace is like a thing too, you know? It used to be at least when like puka was like big. Um, I mean, I don't know if those teeth were real to be honest, but anyway... I hope they were fake. um, I, they probably all were fake, and that's yeah. fine. You want you want to be decked out in in shark teeth? Make make sure they're fake, right? But also, like sharks do lose lose their teeth regularly. So, like if you happen to find a shark tooth like on the beach or whatever, or if you know where you know where you buy the necklace from that it was sourced, you know from uh, finding like it, it already not, like, past shark or something. Yes, yeah. So like that's then that's probably fine. okay. Yeah. Also, you could learn how to scuba dive and swim to the bottom of the ocean because the bottom of the ocean is a graveyard site for all shark teeth. There's a yeah. ton down there. So yeah, just go Ari, get to Ari knows from, from experience, right? <laughs> I, I have a whole bowl of them. <laughs> um, okay, so um, some other tips. So if you do choose to eat seafood, totally fine, but just make sure it is sustainable. Yeah. Um, 
you know, try to like educate your community about the importance of protecting sharks. Just literally send them this episode. Send send it to them. Send it. Post it on your Instagram. Let let people know it's summer. Let them let them know what's happening. Um, and you can like donate to or volunteer uh, with a reputable shark um, conservation organization such as Shark Savers, Project Aware, or Oceana. And um, we found this beautiful quote from Sylvia Earle. Not entirely sure who she is, but I really do like the way that she described sharks. Um, Sylvia said that (laughs) sharks are beautiful animals. And if you're lucky enough to see lots of them, that means that you're in a healthy ocean. Mm. You should be afraid if you are in an ocean and do not see sharks. Yes, I... I feel Absolutely like the, the hair that. on my body standing up. Literally chills. Um, oh my gosh. Love that, Sylvia. And also, you just need to understand that if you are out in the water in an ocean and, you know, a lake possibly or river, there are going to be sharks. You cannot do anything about that. If you're putting yourself out there, you're getting into their territory. Just mm-hmm, remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, so scientists stress that sharks, for the most part, are not to be feared, and reminding like us beachgoers that they are essential to keeping the oceans healthy. And every year, and I think Jeff said this a little bit earlier too, but every year there are about six fatalities from shark encounters compared to 20 people who die each year from lightning strikes. Remember? Mm. It's like you're more likely to get hit by lightning than bit by a shark. It's true. So... You shouldn't go and be terrified that, like, immediately you're going to get there. One, there are sharks near you, and two, that you'll get bit by one. We need them to keep our oceans healthy. Yes, and we need, yes, and we need sharks in the ocean to keep it clean, regulated, and make sure our ecosystems are clean and healthy, which is what you just said. And we, as human beings, also enjoy a healthy environment. So, you know, it's a win-win. Right, like, I could only imagine the state of oceans if we were to, like, actually endanger, and then, um, what's after endanger? Extinction? Ex- yes. Yes. Um, you know, push extinction, yeah. sharks to the brink of extinction. I could only imagine what the state of the ocean would be like, and then we would have a million other things to complain about and be in a, a terrible state. So... Just let them yeah. rock, know you're in their space, be mindful, and, you know, make sure that you know what steps to take in if, God forbid, something were to happen. Yes. Um, but yeah, wow, Ari, I absolutely love this conversation. I feel like, you know, we're we're kind of fighting that, like... The, the misconceptions and the disinformation that people might have regarding sharks. So I hope uh, we, I know we sharks justice. do not speak our language. We need, we need to represent them and defend. We and, do. We do. Um, I know what I'm doing after this. Do I hear shark tail playing in the background? You got it. I'm going to be listening to that shark tail soundtrack. <laughs> yes well thank you everyone for listening and we'll be back next week and remember we have two more episodes left of this season so thank you all and we'll see you next week we're gonna be college bye (laughs) love ya
<laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>